Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,108. Always keep learning and enjoy the experience of it all. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Lee Stratton. Hey, Lee, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I sure am. All right. Lee Stratton is a user experience engineer at DriverEd.com, the number one online driving school. Lee's a passionate and experienced car craftsman who spends much of his days and nights customizing, building, and rebuilding cars and motorcycles. DriverEd.com has courses offered directly through partners in some of the largest schools in the country. They are an industry leader in teaching defensive driving and safety-related tips, news, and strategies. The site offers comprehensive solutions, online driver's education, in-car driving lessons, traffic school insurance, telematics, and much more. Lee is a CRO specialist, analyst, and experimental designer with over 10 years of experience in UI design, and he's also a very talented pinstriper. So, Lee, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about your career and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Uh, Yeah, thanks, Mark. I've always been a big car enthusiast. Um, I've been around a lot of car cultures and motorcycle cultures, try to do as much work and and customizing as I can. It's uh, It makes a lot of sense for me to work in uh, in the driver safety field, uh, driversed.com. I'm really proud to be part of that. What are some of the things you do there at driverhead.com? I focus on um, user experience design. So of all the tools and resources and online courses that we have, I focus on making those things easy to use. Can you give me an example of one of the things you do? One of the things we do. So we have lots of uh, interactions for learning course content or using the website, signing up for a course, those kinds of things. I optimize them. I uh, research user behavior, study the patterns, and suggest changes. We we test changes and make sure that they're um, actually improving the experience. Very cool. Very cool. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Lee, take the wheel. I would say always keep learning and enjoy the experience of it all. Um, I think this applies really well to anything car related, really. You know, sometimes your project car doesn't go quite the way you want it to go, but therein lies the fun of the experience. You have that opportunity to learn and to better yourself. And uh, the same thing can even apply to uh, to driving. Just imagine that mindset of a guy uh, driving a classic car down the road. You know, you can have that experience anytime. It's just all about your perspective. Absolutely. You know, when I go for a drive, I always pretend like I'm racing, but that doesn't mean I'm racing down the road. I just always think about how to go around a corner, even at speed, at the posted speed limit, of course. Tell everybody that. Yeah, I always do that. But the idea is to pretend like you're driving really fast, but you're not, just to take the right line, hit the right apex. But The other thing, too, is in driving is uh, coming up to a stop and doing it where you don't have any. At the very end of that break, it's just it's almost like the car doesn't stop. It just quits moving and always kind of working the throttle, working the brake. I'm always kind of playing that game with myself. 
maybe to make a boring drive a little more fun. I don't know what it is, but I like the way that incorporates into what you do at the company that you're working for. And that's interfacing with people, making sure the user experience is really, really well so that they do have a good time. Let's talk about you and a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment when you think back on your life when you knew you were a car guy? Yeah, I think so. I think my dad heavily influenced me. I um, remember when I was a kid, the better part of my life, I watched him um, building a Ford Model A. You know, as a kid, it seemed like it was taking forever. I remember being at a friend's house one day and he suddenly drove the car up the street. I was just in shock and awe that that was happening and <laughs> and just thought that that was the, so cool. I just had to do it someday. A Model A. I mean, it's not too many people that work on Model A's. I mean, it's a pretty specific mark, of course. A lot of them made, but such a cool kind of iconic car. Um, what was it about that car that you like so much? Uh, just the fact that uh, he built it in the garage. It was bright yellow. And, you know, it was just amazing to me that, that you could put that thing together in the garage and it was so cool. And that you could drive in it. Do you remember the first time you got to take a ride in it? Oh, yeah. I got the, you know, that's how the story progresses. So I, you know, got to ride in the car and that only encouraged me to uh, to be more of a car guy. And then I think when I had my license for a year or so, he finally let me drive it. Even let me take a girlfriend for a ride in it one time. So that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many uh, young women get to go a ride for a ride in a Model A? What stood out for you driving that car when you compared it to a modern car? Well, it's an open top roadster. So uh, no fenders. So you, you know, you feel all the elements. You can see the front tires. You can see the motor. And it's, you know, you feel the road. It's, uh, it's just really exciting to be in a, in a roadster like that. Yeah. Yeah, what fun. My neighbor across the street had a Model T. In fact, he is today, his name's Bruce. Uh, this morning, I was taking my neighbor's dog for a walk, and he was leaving to go to the LeMay Museum, and they're doing uh, a drives today where they take visitors out on their little course there, and they give them rides in cars. And I said, what are you going to be driving today? And he goes, the Model Ts, of course. He goes, not everybody can drive those cars because they have such weird pedal configurations. They're not like normal cars. The, the accelerator's not on the right, and it's a very odd car to drive. I'm trying to think the Model A, are the pedals all in the same places that they are today? Or are they in different places? Um, I think they are. But uh, most people that have a Model A nowadays, it's more of a show car or something that they've uh, rebuilt from a rusty body they found in a field someplace or something mm -hmm. like that. I actually yeah. have a Model T that's the same way. It's uh, it's modern drivetrain and, and uh, okay. that kind of thing. Okay, cool. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down, talk about driving old cars, and talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you faced along the way. These are great learning lessons, so kind of take us through that and tell us how this uh, experience helped you grow a little bit and gain even more momentum in your life and your business and your career. Yeah, um, when I was 16 years old, um, I think this is a defensive driving uh, story. When when I was 16, my brother and I had been restoring a 67 Nova, and uh, we worked on that car even before we had our licenses. And then when we got them, both of us were in accidents in that car. He was sideswiped from the rear, and then a um, couple months later after we fixed it, I was T-boned in that car. Oh my gosh! It, it sort of lost the dream of that car because it was unrestorable after that. Neither accidents were our fault. You know, nowadays, you know, working for a driversed.com and, you know, understanding the importance of defensive driving, I look back and think we probably could have avoided those accidents. You know, maybe we 
should have turned left with the signal a couple blocks ahead or, you know, been aware of the, uh, you know, what other drivers could do in an uncontrolled intersection and those kind of things. So I think, you know, training is really important, much like what driver's ed offers. Certainly the the drivers that hit us, they had their licenses longer than we had, I'm sure. So they too could have engaged in um, further training and reading about driving safety and, and uh, maybe avoided those accidents as well. Absolutely. Well, you're down in San Diego County. I grew up down there and my first car was a 67 Chevy Nova. Cool. So uh, we have something in, in common there. Yeah. And I'll tell you, years, years later, I only had it for about a year and a half and I sold it to buy my poor man's Porsche, my Carmen Ghia that I had through high school and college. But Years later, after I had met my wife, we got married, we had our first child, we were driving through um, Claremont, I believe it was, uh, down there in San Diego County, and came up behind a car and I said, oh, that car is exactly like the car I had in high school. And my wife said, I think that's your car. It's got a La Jolla High Vikings license plate frame on it. And I went, it is my old car. Wow. It still had that old license plate on the car. Yeah. Pretty amazing, but uh, wow. Well, uh, somebody had decided that your Nova just should not live because I mean, to get wiped out twice. Yeah, yeah, they just did not want you in that car. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Well, let's shift gears and talk about a, a career aha moment, a time when uh, the headlights kind of come on and, and tell you to go down a new path. You know, as a car builder, guy that likes to uh, tinker in his garage, I I think sometimes I'm more of a uh, tool enthusiast than a car enthusiast. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't take long for a tool to pay for itself. So I'm I'm a collector of tools. I love tools and resources. And uh, and I think that really clicks for me in working for driversed.com. It's my job to make sure that those tools are easy to use. That's the best part, that that, um, you don't have to learn how to use the tool. You're actually learning from the tools. Ah, well, nice, uh, nice metaphor there. I like that very much. Well, let's talk about your first really special car. Now, you shared that Nova, but is there a first car that you had in your life that you'd maybe worked really hard to get, really stride for, something you really wanted that uh, has a special memory for you? Yeah, I think ever since the the 67 Nova, I always wanted a classic car like that. And in high school, my friend had a 67 Mustang. We used to hang out and go places in that car. We actually used to drive it to Mexico and um, and have a good time. Uh, <laughs> all the things that teenagers do. Finally, uh, he got. I probably had been bugging him to sell that car to me for years, and he finally uh, decided to sell it to me, and uh, I got a chance to rebuild the entire car. Um, so I learned pretty much everything there is to know about a Mustang. You know, that was my first real rebuild, a uh, restoration. And so, uh, you know, combined with all the memories that we had uh, in that car growing up, it was it was really special to me. Well, there's something else we have in common, Lee. I had a 66 Fastback, so... Uh, Super yeah. cool. Yeah, Mustangs are cool. Mine was really cool because I bought it from a guy who had restored it with his dad, and they had built a GT350 clone. And what makes it even cooler is his dad worked for Chevy back when Shelby was making those cars. He went over to Shelby's shop and bought all the parts that Shelby used on those cars and stuck them on a shelf for decades and then used them on this car when he built it. Wow. Even built even built the engine to be like the way Shelby did. I mean, it it was such a good copy that I took it to a Mustang show once in one first place in the GT350 division. I was I felt so guilty about it at the end I gave the trophy to the second place winner because I said, you know, this isn't a real one. 
He's like, what? And I go, well, sorry. Uh, I guess they did a good job, but uh, it was a wonderful car. I love that car. And everybody loved it, too. Everybody loves a Mustang. So yeah. how about a seller's remorse story? Do you have one of those in your life? A car you wish you had never let go? Seller's remorse. Yeah. So um, I think uh, pretty much experience that every time you sell a car. I you know, I <laughs> <laughs> wish I yeah. could just keep them all. Yeah. Um, my wife reminded me yesterday of, of every time we pass a Chevy truck, I always tell her that I used to have a truck just like that. It was a <laughs> single cab Chevrolet and uh, single cab Chevys. They they just look really good when they're customized and yeah. and that kind of thing. I don't think I've ever had buyer's remorse, though. Whenever you get a new car, you're always so excited about it. Yeah. And then afterwards, oh, why did I spend the money that way? But uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that just means you're a true blue car guy. Well, I wanted to talk about what has you excited and fired up today. And I know in our pre-show chat, there's lots of things you're doing at driversed.com right now that aren't out there yet. You can't share all those. But in part of this answer for this question, I'd love for you to share a little bit more in detail about driversed.com for our listeners. For people that have not experienced the website, when they go there, what are all the cool things they can experience? Yeah, so driversed.com is the number one driving safety school online. We offer all types of courses. So you can take driver's ed courses, you can take defensive driving courses, insurance reduction courses. And we also offer in-car lessons, or as some people call it, uh, behind the wheel lessons. So you can actually go and, and sign up for your behind the wheel lessons and book the classes. In addition to all of that, there is there's a lot of resources, tools. Check out our our blog for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything we do is all about creating confident drivers. You have a section on your website titled Teens, which I think is incredibly important because young drivers these days are always the ones statistically that have more accidents because they're not as skilled for the most part. We have uh, drivers these days being. Uh, wrapped up in their cell phones when they're driving and they shouldn't be, and that causes all sorts of problems. In the teen part of your site, what's something there that that could be real beneficial for young drivers to be able to learn? Because lots of times you tell young folks, oh, go and look at something. They're like, oh, I don't need to look at that. I'm, I'm a great driver. I'm the best there ever was. You know, um, I think that's an important part of the site. Yeah. So uh, the teen courses are specifically to help teens get their licenses. The differentiator there is is really our courses and the work we put into those. You know, distracted driving is a huge issue. You know, you learning those safe driving practices right from the beginning is a uh, is a great way to to start. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about, about what has you excited and fired up right now? I know you're working on some car projects. Uh, yeah, I currently have a, a 1927 Model T. It is more or less finished, but you know they're they're kind of never done when you build them in your garage. <laughs> it's kind of a small car, and I I wish I could put my daughter in it. She's only three years old, so what I'm doing is is uh, fabricating a replica of that car, which is just a wagon. And uh, like my wife says, she says you know that I just want to build another car, so uh, so I'm I'm working on the wagon because it fits in the garage as well. So you're building a duplicate of your actual Model T. You're like making a clone of a Model T just oh, yeah. so that you so you can take your daughter for a drive? Exactly. Yeah, it's the uh, same color <laughs> wow. combination and everything, as close as I can get it. 
Oh my gosh, that's wild. Yeah, your wife's right. She's got you figured out, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all a big scam. That's all <laughs> just so you can build, if, build if another If I could build car. another full-size one, I definitely would, but I I think I can only justify one at a time. Oh, and I can well, only fit one at a time. Well, true. And when you're busy with a career and you got a family, yeah, it's hard to find the time to do that. The other thing I mentioned at the beginning, and I knew this because you'd sent some pictures, you're kind of into pinstriping too, right? Yeah, I am. I It's something that I just uh, always wanted to learn how to do. I thought, how hard can it be? So I got some plexiglass and some pinstriping brushes and started uh, practicing. And then next thing you know, everything in the garage is pinstripe. <laughs> yes. um, I haven't quite got to the point of pinstriping the washer and dryer yet. But uh, <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. I want to see that when I come down to Southern California next. Yeah. I think it'll be the first pinstripe washer and dryer I've ever seen before. But uh how about your daughter? I mean, I can imagine when she gets old enough to go to preschool or, or kindergarten, she's going to have to have a pinstripe lunchbox. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. One of those tin, <laughs> one of those tin ones, you know, the, then paint it some cool color and do some pinstriping on it. Well, here's the challenge I'm going to put in front of you, Lee. I was at a hot rod show once and there was a little girl there. I think she was about four or five. Her dad was a pinstriper. He actually pinstriped her toenails. Wow. Yeah, that think about really that. Hard. Uh, yeah, not only the moving feet of a four or five year old, yeah. <laughs> but he did an incredible job, but working with a very, very fine brush. So there's a challenge for you. I want to make sure that in the future, three months old is probably a little too, too young or three years old, a little too young to do. But when she gets a little older, I want to see some pictures of some pinstripe toenails. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Okay. But actually, the, the pinstriping on my car, I wasn't brave enough to do it. And one of the most impressive parts about the uh, pinstriping is the signature at the bottom. The guy actually signed it and put the date, and it's yeah. so tiny. It's a it's it's a real skill. I'm I'm not to that level. It's more of a hobby for me. You know that it, you know, I'd like to give everything a try. Well, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Yep, so you just right. keep pinstriping. Just you know, go to town on the washer and dryer. When your wife yells at you, <laughs> just tell her it's Mark's fault. He told me I could do it, so uh, she can yell at me. Well, here's a very introspective question, Lee. If you were a vehicle, what would you be and why? Oh, uh, let's see. I think I'd probably be a a new model uh, pickup truck, something like a, a Ford F-150, you know, um, something really useful, can pull its weight, <laughs> good <Yeah>. looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's what your wife says about you. So that's probably true. Well, my next door neighbor just bought a brand new Ford Raptor. Right. Uh, which is a pretty cool truck. Yeah, pretty cool truck. So kind of the sports cars of trucks, I guess, if you will, in a ruby red. So uh, I think that'll work. They're nice vehicles. Well, Lee, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right. 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, 
motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Lee, we're back. We're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Yep. Here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I think that'd be from my dad, and it goes something like, it's your project and it's your vision. (laughs) So do it yourself. So do what you want, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do what you want. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes over the years? I never quit, and I read a lot. Oh, very good. Always learning, always sharpening the saw. Yep. Now, do you have a resource that you think our listeners would enjoy? I kind of think I know the answer to this one. Yeah, definitely the driversed.com blog. Uh, It's a great resource, uh, particularly for teens and parents of new teens. Awesome. Great. Well, make sure that I post links to that on Lee's show notes page on the Carsia website. Very cool. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that individual be? Well, I was thinking about this, and uh, I think a lot of people probably say Henry Ford, so I'll go a little different and say his son, Edsel Ford. Oh, Uh, yeah. Edsel did a lot to um, push the company into innovation, and I would just really like to see what he thought about the industry nowadays and go for a ride with him. Can you imagine following the footsteps of Henry Ford, and how on earth do you do that, number one? But I believe there's some great books written about the Ford Motor Company, and one I... and I can't think of the name right now, but I will, has to do with how Edsel Ford helped bring the Ford Motor Company in to help the United States and the infrastructure building for World War II and all the equipment they had to build and the military machines and all that kind of thing. But uh, I can only imagine being the son of a empire builder like that, yeah. how difficult that must be. So very cool. Well, speaking of books, is there a book that you think our listeners would really enjoy? Um, you know, I think I'm I'm always building up my skills and automotive books that I like are the essay design series books. They're mm. they're how to books. There's there's one for pretty much every subject. I kind of collect them to some degree. They've they've got ones about um, you know, engine swaps and body work and fuel injection systems. There's and they're they're really good reads and very in depth. Very cool. Great. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources. Lee has shared on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type Lee Stratton, 
into the search bar and that page will pop right up. There's another great place on the site called Guest Recommended Books, where you can find books recommended by my inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Over a thousand, way over a thousand books are listed there, and I made it really easy for you to buy them. Uh, you just look them up, click, takes you right to Amazon, boom, you're done. So uh, check it out. Wonderful resource. All right, Lee, this is where it gets fun. So if we aren't already having some fun here, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car today on the planet. Doesn't matter what it costs, it doesn't matter who owns it, because I'm going to get it for you and park it in your garage. But there's a couple rules. It's the only car you can have, collector car, I should say. You have to buy, you have to drive it, I should say. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other Model Ts or Model As with or anything. But I want you to use it. I want you to enjoy it. So what can I buy you today? I think uh, I'd, I'd specifically say a 56 Chevy Bel Air. Oh, not too bad. You didn't break the bank too bad today. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think I'd what probably is... want modern drivetrain and all, all that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, okay. It, yeah. Maybe a little <laughs> bit of a hot rod custom build. Now, a 56. Now, that's interesting because so many people love the 57, that kind of iconic 57 car. But what is it about the 56 that you like better? Uh, there's some chrome on it. It's not quite as uh, recognizable as the 57. And, you know, every car show that I go to, I'm always drawn to all those three years, really, 55 through 57. And mm-hmm. and it's the kind of car that they look good in any color. Some cars only look good in certain colors. And right. uh, those Bel Airs, they, you can paint them any color and they always look great. And they're roomy, yeah. put the whole family in them. They're beautiful. You know, when I was in high school, a friend of mine, Jamie Townsend, had a 56 I think it was a 56. Now, I'm thinking back. I might be wrong. It might have been a 55, but it's that era car. And it was really unique because most kids did not have cars from the 50s when I was in high school in the 70s. That was a really odd thing for someone to be driving. And it was a little bit rough, but it was cool because we could pile a bunch of people into it. He had surf racks on the top, and we all went surfing and threw our boards on there. And for homecoming, we all uh, painted that car red, white, and blue because we were the class of 76, which is a bicentennial class. So we had flags painted. We all did it with paintbrushes and house paint so that when it rained next, it washed everything off pretty much. But uh, yeah, very, very nice car. What color would you like yours in? Oh, I don't know. Probably a two-tone, like a white and blue or white and red or something like that. Nice. All right. Well, I'll get to work. Shouldn't be too tough to find. (laughs) Well, Leave, taking me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and driversed.com with us today. A really important website, great website, great reference. I encourage all our listeners to go and check it out. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that 56 Chevy Bel Air? Uh, Yeah, I think uh, in life and business, it's really important to question things, particularly yourself, and question if you have the right perspective um, for the challenges that you face. And uh, take the time to do things right, but realize when uh, time is working against you and drive safe. Absolutely. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with what you're up to and drivered.com? Uh, so definitely check out driversed.com and, and the blog there, all of the courses that we have. There's something for everybody, really. There's, um, there's courses for new drivers and adults that just want to you know brush up on their driving safety practices. And, and uh, we've got some new apps and things like that. So check us out at driversed.com. Very cool. So listeners, again, you can find links to everything we've talked about here today on carsdad.com. Just type in Lee Stratton, or you can go to driversed.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-R-S-E-D.com. 
and check out the website. It's a wonderful educational tool. If you've got young people in your family or if you just want to brush up on what you're doing, check out driversed.com, a great site. Lee, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.